0: True Connections is a journey within, to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. What do you believe? This is a channeled dialogue from Source on the topic of belief. Everything you think you believe is an illusion. This isn't easy to hear, because after all, these beliefs have shaped who you think that you are. If you can allow yourself to step back from that what you believe, we will show you the omnipotence beyond the veil. As you think you are, so you become. Most of what you think is formed or based upon certain beliefs that you have determined to be of value. If you're listening, and we mean really listening, we will offer you the opportunity to reshape yourself in alignment with the Divine. While you may think this is impossible, again, because of your existing beliefs, this is why we've come to illuminate. For you to really understand the nature of your beliefs, you must first comprehend what it is that you think that you need in your beliefs. Beliefs are those thoughts and values that you've determined to be important. Some of these beliefs are reinforced by rules or other ideas of what you think you should do, which is the derivative of the beliefs that you create. Beliefs aren't necessary in terms of your incarnation. Animals don't have beliefs, values, or edicts in which to live by. Instead, they are guided by instinct, which you have come to realize is a lesser form of intuition, if you so wish to employ it. Beliefs are often principles of what you think you need and want to engage as a guideline to create and live by. As you recognize the nature of your beliefs, you are able to observe certain patterns that are likely not yours. We express this directly, for clearly these beliefs that you pay service to aren't yours. In the same way that you might pledge yourself to a fraternity or sorority, you are submitting yourself to a conscious set of beliefs that you agree to. The same is true in your participation within a family, a tribe or community, and certainly a government. This wisdom is key. For without it, you aren't able to conceive what is beyond your beliefs or your choices and you will continue to embrace them as real. For example, in the last 200 plus years in the governing instrument of the United States Constitution, there is a foundational desire to be free. People who fought against being repressed by their existing government ultimately rebelled to set themselves free with a new one. To believe you are free and to be free are entirely different if you understand what we are sharing. The repressed people who gave their lives to seize their freedom determined that they had to fight or rebel to achieve it. Therefore, the new government was instituted and is still being practiced, founded with the desire and the belief that all people are free. If this were true, everyone within this regime or government would be free. The trouble isn't with the desire of the founding fathers of the United States Constitution to be free, but rather with the people who still believe in tyranny. This has been a problem since the beginning of this new government, since people still believe oppression to be real. Thus, they practice this belief in many forms, such as classes of people by race, religion, and something not mentioned directly within the amendments that follow the United States Constitution, which is money. It is easy to observe that the founding beliefs of the United States government is still having trouble getting the people to believe in the basic concepts that they are free and equal. To be specific, America does differentiate between those who are different in race, religion, and wealth. Perhaps the belief in wealth being the strongest of all of your beliefs, for with it, some actually think that they can transcend the previous two prejudices of race and religion with money. An interesting thought, but nonetheless a commonly practiced belief. Certainly, this belief in wealth by itself could be the means by which people free themselves, but there isn't any clear evidence of this beyond those who are trying to control their expressions or those of others through the power of their money. Our purpose in sharing all the above is to have you understand the nature of your beliefs. Commonly, there is a great passion associated with beliefs, for, as has been stated previously, these beliefs and values come from the same root. To hold one's value or beliefs in good standing is typically seen as a measure of good character. So what happens when you, or another, who supports or creates an allegiance with a belief, transgresses it? Does the belief go away in appreciation of the transgression? Is the belief set aside that every person is immoral and incapacitated of honoring the very beliefs that they have created? Or do these beliefs get instantly changed to support the new behavior that didn't match the old belief? All of these questions require your focused attention as they challenge every person's choice to embrace a belief or value. You may perceive that having beliefs or values is unimportant or even bad, and yet this isn't the nature of this message. We are merely demonstrating that your need to have and employ beliefs is done by choice and it consistently creates a framework or structure in which you choose to live by. Most people, through their beliefs, think of their beliefs as their identity. Beliefs by nature are tremendously personal, but they are also communal in honor that a group must be bound to a common set of beliefs. This is seen by the varying rituals that all societies have, whereby beliefs are celebrated in one form or another by the group. For example, in the United States, July 4th is a celebrated holiday honoring the nation's belief in freedom and independence. Again, an interesting concept if you believe yourself to be free. Doesn't it seem odd that if you really believed yourself to be free, then you would be? Perhaps your celebration could be interpreted another way, which is that it celebrates your being free. If this last thought is shared by you, then again the freedom which you celebrate would be self-evident. Again, you are either free or you aren't. Usually, free people don't need to celebrate their freedom any more than rich people would need to create a day to celebrate being rich. In achieving this value, class, or belief, it is indoctrinated to a point that it isn't seen as a thought of consciousness. This part is especially important. For many, if not all of your beliefs are in one form or another, are below your thought of consideration. These beliefs are practiced without thought, but they are held and even esteemed to be true. This could be restated that these foundational beliefs are regarded as truth and can't be changed or altered without incalculable damage to modifying or even destroying the founding belief. Most of you interpret that being without beliefs is someone who is weak or hasn't determined to exercise the moral fiber to stand in honor of such a value. While this could be true as a perspective, perhaps someone who is disregarding their own beliefs is in search of something beyond what is merely handed down from one generation to the other. This perception is the point of our entire presentation, and you're reconsidering what you believe. One might think that observing one's belief to be an easy task, but most find it difficult. The primary reason for the challenge is the association with one's belief with one's identity. Perhaps this could be addressed first in that your beliefs don't have to be interpreted as yours. This may challenge your perceived identity, and this too is purposeful, but not to demean your thoughts of self, but again to expand it. What if you are much greater than your beliefs? What if your identity wasn't determined by your beliefs but through an understanding or knowledge that superseded any need to employ a belief? Beliefs are often bridges to truth without necessarily being associated with truthfulness at all. The mind creates a belief and instills it intellectually, emotionally, which can also have spiritual impact in the way you received. Mostly, your beliefs dictate how you live. For some, it has been taught that it is better to give than to receive. While this is a fine notion, it only represents half of the total understanding. Therefore, anyone practicing this belief in any form will experience an imbalance in the exact proportion in his or her choice not to also receive. This too presents a problem because oftentimes beliefs are unyielding with values such as good or bad, when in fact they are just beliefs. Spiritually, beliefs exist because there are times that you think that you need them. In terms of love, most people assume that love is conditional. The belief is that no one can offer another unconditional love. This thought or this understanding is that too much is demanded, and thus it must be watered down to doing things for one another to get something in return. Certainly, the belief in the golden rule falls into this category that you should Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This is a humane belief, but not necessarily a godly one. Unconditional love is not a belief or an interpretation, but rather true knowledge. Problems arise when someone takes true knowledge and strains to incorporate it within their current beliefs. Removing one's beliefs makes it much easier to see and incorporate truth without trying to make it fit within your beliefs. Clearly, The greatest problems arise when true knowledge can't fit within a belief. In these cases, truth is discarded because of the conflict that it causes with one's current belief. This is true individually, as it could be for a group or community. The other approach is to take the truth and try to incorporate it into a current belief. This has a disastrous effect, as altering the simplicity of truth doesn't fit within a belief. One doesn't have to go far to see that in every conflict or war, each side continues to believe what they are doing is right. Further, in almost every act, God is beseeched to offer strength and ultimate victory upon the opposing party. This is developed more in the interest that our beliefs are good and the opposing party's beliefs are wrong or bad. These conflicts are even sanctioned in the name of God for the good of whatever the beliefs are. If the last example doesn't resonate, consider your personal relationships. Any relationship that breaks apart has these same principles. In marriage, love is bountiful as two becomes one. And then in reverse, divorce is where one becomes two. The latter often is filled with much conflict of belief where each party is vying for support in their thinking that they are right and the other party is wrong. Divorce attorneys fuel these emotions to elongate the process, which, of course, diverts the assets of the marriage into the hands of two additional parties, or attorneys, who are all too happy to line up to participate in gathering in the spoils. In this example, each party believing that they have to attack, sue, or protect in their belief to be right, this extends to which party breaks up with whom first. In appreciation of all of your beliefs, you will find that a great many of them to be falsely created. As we have shared in the beginning, if you identify with your beliefs and values, this statement may be interpreted as a direct attack on your identity. This would lead to you being protective. Since this statement isn't offered as a criticism or a threat, you can relax in integrity to what is presented. Beliefs are yours to create, change, keep, or lose. In stepping away from your beliefs, at the very least you gain perspective beyond your own, in the simplest form. If you allow yourself to set your beliefs aside with intention of gaining true knowledge, it will be extended. Even if it is your belief that you can't receive such information directly, this awareness can be offered. Your beliefs do not need to be in the way of your having true knowledge. Belief in the illusion is indeed a part of your incarnation into this form, but by no means are you limited to it. To see things as they are doesn't take belief. It is different when you truly have access to that which is. Your need or belief to be small isn't required, nor is your belief that you aren't good enough. For when you understand unconditional love, there is no such thing as one thing being valued over or or under another. This, of course, does mean that you and everything that you are, inclusive of race, gender, health, intelligence, and accomplishment, does not make you more esteemed than another. When you appreciate these differences that are designed to be a part of the whole, then you work, play, and love knowingly in truth that they are outside any one person's or even one group's beliefs. This sets you apart by being open to the truth instead of being limited by a belief. Beliefs often come in packages that are assembled for your convenience. This is to say, they aren't usually individually reviewed or adopted. Again, take the United States Constitution as perhaps a homework assignment to this presentation and read it with intent to highlight all the beliefs that are stated or alluded to. If this proves too complicated, try taking your thoughts and beliefs surrounding any of your relationships. If you're in an intimate relationship, list exactly what your beliefs are surrounding partnership. Perhaps this word, partnership, isn't an accurate description of your beliefs. Maybe you have a belief that you need to be in control of your relationship, or dependent. Your beliefs are indeed an illusion, If you're brave enough to look at your beliefs, you will indeed see a pattern that they aren't uniquely yours as much as they are patterns of those around you. As a baby, you naturally learned by following the example of your parents. This was true when you learned to walk, talk, and read as it was for your beliefs. If you desire to go beyond individual and even commonly held notions, come forth and discover true knowledge. True knowledge can be processed through beliefs, but not effectively nor truthfully. In setting aside your beliefs, you will be given access to that which is. And if you need, you can even compare your existing beliefs to true knowledge. In any case, you will find true enlightenment in becoming aware of what you don't know, in acknowledging beliefs that aren't true. This will likely change your perceived identity or your life as you have created it. True knowledge goes way beyond perspective or any belief. You will be honored in your journey, much, much more so than you can possibly think by letting go of your old beliefs. In one category of belief, you may want to get my book, Time to be Rich. This message is a simple but pragmatic one about your beliefs surrounding wealth and money. If you want to master wealth and riches, you may find Time to be Rich truly enlightening. Get your copy now, or you can even purchase the audiobook at my website at westonjolly.com. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.